Hi, this is Lindy, the creator and host of Lindy's Audio Cafe, a podcast focused on positive and thought-provoking stories. Life gets busy, and in the race for happiness, we sometimes forget it's often the smaller things in life that truly matter. My podcast is focused on the stories that don't make tabloids, the basics that make you smile, the kindness of people who help make the world a better place. Yeah, we need a bit more of that. But before we get started, please be sure to hit subscribe on your podcast app so you don't miss future episodes. Thanks for listening. Welcome to Lindy's Audio Cafe, the podcast series focused on positive stories. I am your host, Lindy, and I will do my best to keep this episode lighthearted and thought-provoking. This podcast is not intended to provide any legal, medical, or personal advice and is recorded for fun and entertainment purposes only. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you enjoy the episode. Hello there and welcome to Lindy's Audio Cafe. My name is Lindy and I'm absolutely delighted to join you once again today. I got up this morning and did on the bathroom scale. I was curious to see if I'd gained any weight over the Christmas holiday. The digital numbers did not reflect the binge that I had for a couple of days. Yeah, I honestly expected to see a gain of four to five pounds, you know, like most people do during the holidays, but it wasn't there. Yeah, I suppose I can thank good old IBS for this. <laughs> Sorry, GMI. But you know, certain foods will trigger stomach issues for me. And I crossed the line at Christmas and paid the price the following day. Was it worth it? Hell yeah. <laughs> but will I do it again? Nope. That's it. Done. When you let yourself down and physically pay the price, it becomes a reminder that you only have one body to live in so you really do need to look after it. That brings me to today's topic, and I'll start out by asking you a question. Do you make a New Year's resolution? Have you stood on the bathroom scale and decided, that's it, in 2023 I'm going to lose 20 pounds? Is the waistband on those jeans you bought last fall now feeling a little bit snug? Have you looked in the mirror, analyzed what's changed, and decided that this is the year you're going to get healthy? If you answered yes, then you're likely part of a large group that starts the new year out with plans and pledges to shed those unwanted pounds. That's great if you have plans to be healthy, but make sure as you head into the new year that you keep your plans realistic. In previous podcasts, I've talked about achievable goals and I want to use that term strongly again today. I am not a psychologist or a medical counselor, and I can't tell you how to plan your life. I will stress, though, that I feel achievable goals can make the world of difference when it comes to results. Let's assume you've been running 5 kilometers a day for the past year, and suddenly you want to run 30 kilometers a day. Wow, good for you! And you decide it's mind over matter and you're just going to run that distance no matter what it takes. Perhaps you overdo it at first. And don't allow your body that time to condition for that distance. And in no time, you're not running at all. 
because you strain tendons in your right calf and your left knee is hurting. Hmm, how about the people who work out in a gym? You go flying at it and push those weights, but you know that Christmas binge has changed your appearance. So back to the gym you go, pushing harder than ever because you are bound and determined that you're going to lose those 10 pounds. Despite the warnings of your personal trainer, you jump ahead and push weights that are so heavy you lose control of your form, drop the weight on your toe, and now you're out of commission for any cardio that involves your right foot. Ouch. Okay, these are somewhat extreme scenarios, but you know what can happen if you're in a hurry to achieve a goal and don't allow the time needed to make it happen. New Year's resolutions can be a great motivator. For some people, it's like they need to wait until the New Year to tackle those nagging projects at home. Honey, the tap is dripping. Okay, dear, I'll be sure to fix it first thing in the New Year. Well, look at all the crap on my counter. I'll tackle it in the New Year. Hmm, (laughs) what makes us do that? Why do we feel that the new year is the time to clear those nasty, annoying, time-consuming projects that we put on the back burner for months? Perhaps it's because we're mentally not ready to do it yet, and that January 1st square on the calendar is buying us time to avoid those nasty chores. It's okay to do that, as long as you don't end up on stress overload at the start of the new year because the accumulated pile of tasks has now put a big dent in your spare time. There's so much hype around starting the new year outright. Feels like everywhere you go, there's ads for weight loss programs, fitness plans, vitamins, supplements, do this, do that, and you'll have a better new year. As much of all of this is helpful, it can put pressure on us. Why do we need to lose those 10 pounds? Do I look okay with that weight gain? Or now that I'm seeing all the before and after pictures on social media, Am I looking at myself more with self-criticism and feeling like I need to keep up? Don't do that. Don't allow yourself to feel pressure to keep up because after all, you are you and the person with the six-pack abs and no wrinkle skin has a different body, different life and possibly a different budget. What is most important is that you do what is best for you. Yes, you. And if you gain some weight and don't feel super healthy, then by all means, it's good to set some goals. But as I said earlier, you have only one body and you need to look after it. Keeping your body healthy and fit is important, so you'll be more successful if you set achievable goals. How do you set your goals for 2023? Do you write out a list in order of priority? Or do you mark it on your calendar that you'll have accomplished your goal by a certain date? What if something comes up and you can't meet that achievement? How will it make you feel? These are important things to think about. First of all, you should start with gratitude. We all have different circumstances and surroundings and there's always something to be grateful for. Perhaps you have a journal to write down each day what you're grateful for. Now, of course, this isn't meant to be a sales pitch, but I do have to mention I created a journal called the Positive Shit Journal. (laughs) Yeah, the Positive Shit Journal. And it's for sale online along with a journal called My Thinking Place. I created both of these and you can find them online on Amazon. I'll put some links in my show notes. But back on topic, uh, really, I do seriously plan to use my journals in 2023. Even if I just write down one thing a day that I'm grateful for. 
It's amazing how starting each day with gratitude can help to guide us. I recommend grabbing a journal and recording your gratitude each day. Write down your goals in a place where you can easily find them. Perhaps a reminder in your calendar, whether it's on a paper calendar, your Outlook, or your Gmail calendar, whatever system it is that you've got in place. In doing this, though, be kind to yourself. Think of it as a guideline only, because honestly, life happens and sometimes it can get in the way of those goals. Don't let pressure push you into feeling like you need to achieve goals that are way more than what you can do. Sometimes we take on too much. We go in circles and then we achieve nothing. It's better to take on what you know is possible versus deciding you want to reach for the stars and then you feel like you never get there. Sure, many people are out there who set high goals and achieve it. People in the business of sales are driven by goals. And yeah, this can be a good thing. But what happens when life throws a curveball and that goal can no longer be achieved? Hey, I went through that in 2001 and it was awful. I was in advertising sales for a radio station and when 9-11 happened, everything came to a halt. Retailers were afraid of what was happening around them and they were hesitant to spend too much money on advertising for fear that they wouldn't have the business. I made it through that season, but it wasn't without some personal turmoil. And I mean, believe me, you know, in the whole scope of things, my sales were a pretty small issue compared to what was going on around the world. But it was hard on me. It was hard on my self-esteem. And in that case, it didn't matter what my goals were for 2001. World events had changed what I could achieve. And I had to accept that and do the best that I could do. Now, the following year was a much better year. But nothing will ever erase the memory of the stress I felt when I was unable to reach my sales projections that year. That had never happened to me in all my years of selling. I had to remind myself that it wasn't my fault and I couldn't change the world events that had caused so much havoc in the economic sector. If you set goals and things change around you, remind yourself that the weight of the world can't sit on your shoulders alone. Perhaps it might be time to change your goals to more achievable goals so that you're not left feeling defeated in changing times. I've read so many articles online about New Year's resolutions and failed attempts. Yeah, one article I read said that 50% of people make New Year's resolutions and that 80% will have them abandoned within a month. Hmm, are those stats real? Well, if they are, then why did 80% get abandoned? Did they set unachievable goals? Or perhaps their heart wasn't in it in the first place, and it was really only done to appease someone else? Resolutions to quit smoking, stop drinking, lose weight, work out, save money, and make more money are pretty common resolutions. Let's start with stop smoking. Now there's a good one to talk about, and for obvious reasons, it's one of the most important ones that you can make. Yeah, if not for yourself, then do it for your loved ones. According to Nicorette.ca, the average smoker spends around $20 a day on cigarettes, which is a whopping $600 a month. Holy crap, that's a lot of money. Like, that's a car payment, a mortgage payment, and in five years, that works out to $36,000. If someone walked up to you and said, Hey, I'll give you $36,000 if you quit smoking, would that entice you? What if they offered you $72,000? Well, if you're spending $20 a day on smoking, then in 10 years you would have blown $72,000 
on a little stick that stings, that makes your teeth go yellow, and puts you at risk for a life-threatening disease. Hmm. So stopping smoking really is a great resolution. But you need to have it in your head that you are ready for it in order to succeed. Have a plan in place so that you can succeed and not end up disappointed. If drinking coffee at the kitchen table is where you always smoke, then drink your coffee at a different place. If all your friends smoke, then find activities you can do with them that don't involve sitting around and smoking. Sometimes we have to change our surroundings in order to be successful with elimination of addictions. Seek out help so that your resolution can be successful. Medical professionals, naturopathic practitioners, and nicotine replacement therapies could all be helpful. You can do it, but don't feel you gotta face it alone. And if you achieve this goal, you have a much better chance of watching your children grow up, being around for those beautiful grandchildren, and 10 years later, you could possibly have $72,000 sitting in your bank account. Weight loss and fitness is a big one for many. I always encourage people to follow the path of fitness, but do it for the right reason. It's not always about lifting that booty or showing to the world at age 40 you still have flat abs. Do it because it makes you feel good. It strengthens your lungs, lowers your blood pressure, it's good for your mental health, and it provides general health and well-being. If you become obsessed with how it makes you look, you might end up disappointed. Your hips are built different than the hips on the person riding the bike beside you in the gym. The guy who's ripped with those big bulging muscles <laughs> might be built different genetically, or perhaps he has more time than you do to work out. Don't feel that you have to be perfect and set goals that will make you feel good about yourself. You can always change those goals if you have to. If you've reached your goals by pushing weights and cardio fitness and you feel like you have a bit more to give, then yeah, by all means go for it, as long as you don't overdo it. On the contrary, if you tried to increase the weights and felt your tendons were getting strained or there was risk of injury, pull back a little bit and do what your body can do. If you can afford it, hire a personal trainer to help you along the way. Some trainers will do a monthly check-in just to see how you're doing and help provide guidance on your form and possible program changes. Fitness doesn't always have to be in the gym. You know, my good friend Lindsay Williams, she's got the Busy Moms Fitness Corner in the UK, she offered personal training online during the pandemic. She's pretty creative and was even talking about using cans of beans and milk jugs for arm weights. Yeah, pretty good idea. Keep it achievable with the right resources. Saving money. Now that is a tough one. Especially right now in our current economic times, saving money is very difficult for many people. Where I live, right here in British Columbia, we are in a housing crisis. The cost of living has skyrocketed and young families can hardly afford to buy a home, let alone rent. Tell someone who's paying over 50% of their salary for rent alone to save money and that's pretty much of an impossible goal if they're on a lower income bracket. If it is possible to set a goal, then by all means, the new year is a good time to start. I'm starting with my own budget planner in January. Yeah, I created a little budget planner book and it's pretty in-depth. You record what your income is, what your expenses are, note of any ongoing subscriptions and bills that you have, keep track of what you're spending. Each month you look at your projected income and expenses and then compare it to what actually happened. 
Sounds a bit time-consuming, yeah, but it certainly is a good tool for self-monitoring your expenses. You might not realize how much those trips to the drive through for lattes and those little extra lotto tickets, quick takeouts at lunch and other little treats are adding up until you see it on paper. Yeah, good thing to have a budget planner. So I'm going to put a link in my show notes to the budget planner and you can check it out. Um, you might find it kind of helpful if you're trying to look at saving a little bit of cash in the new year. Well, what else can we be doing for our New Year's resolutions? I think there's so many of them. And I've touched base on the typical resolutions, you know, such as weight loss and stopping smoking and budget planning. But what other kind of resolutions could you have? How about these ones? This year, I will be less judgmental of other people. In 2023, I will not participate in gossip. I will do more to help those who are less fortunate. I will take more time for my family. I will connect more often with friends, both old and new. I will appreciate what I have and not want for more. I will work hard to not repeat mistakes of the past. I will be kind to others. I will be kind to myself. The last one is important. Being kind to yourself is not just taking yourself out to that boutique and buying the expensive leather jacket in the window. Being kind to yourself means not being hard on yourself. Not looking in the mirror and... You know, judging yourself upside down. I mean, let the reflection be that of your inner soul. I have a framed picture on my wall and it says, The scale is not a measurement of your value. There is a story to that which I won't get into today. But that is a good reminder that who we are on the inside is not determined by what we look like on the outside. So be kind to yourself. If you made mistakes in the past, if you're working hard to not repeat those mistakes, then forgive yourself and move on. You are human. Forgive others. Keeping hatred, judgment, and ill feeling only weighs us down. Remember the old saying, walk a mile in my shoes? Well, there is truth to that. It is easy to sit in judgment of others when we have not traveled their journey. I think of the words in the John Lennon song, Give Peace a Chance. Now that would be a really good resolution. I'm about to head off into the 2023 season, and yeah, I got a few resolutions for this year. Might include slowing down, taking on less projects, you know, having a few less on my plate, maybe doing it one at a time and putting less pressure on myself. As part of this resolution, I'll be taking some time in January to work on multiple outstanding projects and my writing. It may involve taking a few weeks away from my podcast, but I will be back in full strength once those projects have been completed. My other resolution is to not feel pressure from people about what I'm doing. I've worked really, really hard to get this podcast up and running and create journals and continue to work on my collection of short stories. Find myself feeling pressure when people keep asking me, how long is this taking? How much have I invested in recording equipment? Am I making any money yet? I love my podcast and the value in this production is the opportunity to share my creative side and connect with my listeners. 
In 2023, I resolved to proudly follow my passion of podcasting and print creations without feeling stressed to explain my metrics to anyone. When you make your resolutions, be sure to keep them achievable. Don't set goals that will make you feel worse about yourself. Have fun with them. Yeah, have fun. Start the new year out on a path to happiness. And that involves looking after you. Yes, you. In order to be there for others, you need to be there for yourself. I'll be taking a break for a couple of weeks, and then I plan to be back. In the meantime, I would love to hear from you. Send me a note through my website at www.lindysaudiocafe.com and let me know what topics you might like to hear about in the new year or any feedback you have about the show. Even a short note just to say, Hello, Happy New Year would make my day. Be sure to join my group on Facebook. You can find it under Lindy's Audio Cafe Podcast. So yeah, if you're not a member of the group, just go on Facebook, search for Lindy's Audio Cafe Podcast Group, and then click Join. Now, I'll post a link along with a few other links in my show notes today. Um, So have a look at them. You might find them helpful. And in the meantime, I'd really like to thank you for being here today, for listening to this episode. Thank you for your support all throughout the year. Just simply thank you. Thank you for being here. I hope you have an absolutely wonderful new year, everybody. Be safe out there. Drive safely. If you're uh, engaging in a few beverages uh, that are alcoholic in nature, please be sure to get a designated driver. Give those keys to somebody else before you indulge. Or know that it's okay to say, yes, I'll just simply have a ginger ale. It's all good. Anyway, have an absolutely wonderful new year, everybody. And I'll look forward to connecting again in 2023. I took the time to prepare this podcast and you took the time to listen. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. If you've enjoyed this episode, please share with your friends and family. Positive comments are always welcome. Please remember to subscribe on your favorite podcast app or register for email updates through my website at www.lindysaudiocafe.com. Thanks again, everyone. Have a great day and remember that smiles come in all languages and in all colors. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to click like and share it so others can enjoy it also. Join the Lindy's Audio Cafe podcast group for updates. Oh, and positive reviews are always welcome as well. (laughs) Check the show notes for updated links. Thanks again for listening. Have a great day.